0: What is going on guys? We are back again. Episode two here to discuss match week one in the AHL. Uh, All new surrounding wilkes barres current Penguins. That is covering the home opener against Lehigh. Uh, The away game at Utica, the power outage. Uh, Laval Rockets at home, big win at home, which fueled a epic weekend. Want to touch on that Dale?
1: Yeah, we had a good three and three weekend. Uh, We beat Providence um, on Sunday. And we had a little bit of a slip up against Hartford on Saturday for their home opener, but that we're going to, we're just, we're not going to talk about that really because we came out in a shootout win. Thanks to Neilander, number 19 saving the day. He's number 19 on the, on the ice. Number one in our hearts.
0: Neals for the win this season thus far.
1: Yeah. So we'll start off with the home opener against Lehigh, which was a little bit of a, it was a little bit of a heartbreak if you want me to be honest here. Um, we, we went, we were there, we were there as early as you could get in and there was a good crowd, I'd say about 65, 60, around 6,500 people. And we looked good. We didn't look great for a little bit. We kind of got the first sight of what the team was working on, like how they were playing against the boards, how they were playing on the attack. And I was really, really happy with a lot of the play until we, we, we weren't looking that good. We went down against Lehigh, it was 2-1. And then we kind of looked like we were chasing everything but we weren't chasing in the right way. We were chasing, we were two steps behind Lehigh.
0: I'll be totally honest with you, though, that when you look at lineups for that game, um, this was the first time we saw how JD wanted to set the team up this season. Um, that first line, Kajula, O'Connor, and Nylander. Um, obviously, you get excited when you see that because Kajula has mad NHL reps. Uh, O'Connor had a phenomenal season, got sent to Pittsburgh, but then sent back because... Pittsburgh messed up their cap space and then Nealander, who, you know, like a huge season's coming from one of these seasons. So that was exciting. Um, But aside from that, you have three lineups or three lines that you really don't know what to expect from. Um, So much youth in that fourth line, Um, Ravis, Sam Hood and Leggy in that fourth line.
1: Which Leggy had an incredible game, didn't? I don't think he got any assist or anything, but incredible.
0: Yeah, I, I almost blame that loss the first night on the fact that there is so much instability in that team, and you just that was their first time playing together in front of a crowd, home opener. Like I said, so much youth. Kyle Olson, um, Sakura, his first like game for the team, uh, Andanovsky, who's going to have a phenomenal season. But still, you know, it, he wasn't even like he wasn't even a real deal enough to to shout him last season to put him in the squad. And now you wouldn't even consider him not playing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge improvement from him. Um, the thing, the thing I did not like about, about our attack is just how out of, we just looked out of sync with everything. Like no one really knew what to expect from all of that. And we went in with high, we went in with high expectations. I know you and I did, but we came out of there kind of like, well, what what did three of those lines do? I know you're a Pustinan guy, but Pustinen just Pustinian wasn't he wasn't on his game, and yeah, he's probably coming off. He came off in 20 goal season last year. It probably there was more, but it it he didn't look like he was clinical enough. But I mean, Nilander had a goal and an assist. Poland was insane. I mean, Pustinan even got his assist on the night,
0: but he he was really below average. You'd expect him to come out a lot different after having the season he did last year. Yeah. As a huge fan of him, he's not a different player at all. Um, I mean, he got his goal last night or two nights ago against Providence. But aside from that, he's pretty much ghosted this entire season. Maybe that's uh, what he needed. maybe
1: that's what he needed though.
0: I hope because there's always high hopes for someone with a slap shot like that. Um, and he is a good player. He was phenomenal, like in in his youth for Finland. And I have hope that he can still be good. But his physicality has not changed at all. Um, so hopefully he can start putting goals up on the board here. Now, what do you think about what do you
1: think about the pulling the goalie with two and a half, it was a two and a half minutes, and then us scoring, and then pulling scoring on the 19 minute mark? Smith, Ty Smith, and under assist. What do you think about that?
0: Um, well, it's always amazing celebrating those moments, um, but when you see your goalie skating out of the uh, skating out of the net with two minutes left there's kind of like a shit JD, what are you doing? Pulling attendee with two minutes left. Like you're one goal down. Like do you, do you trust and not trust the team to go score a goal here real quick. Like that's a full minute of attack. You might get two full shifts on. Um, but he's always been bold. That's what he does. JD has literally been bold since the minute he took over as head coach. I remember last season there was like three and yeah. a half minutes at one point. Yeah. The dude pulled that. the goal. We were down by three goals and in his <laughs> his brain, he was like, yeah, we could, we could. Score a regular, regular
1: skills. season game, 1500 people in the stands. And he's like, eh, what do we got to lose? Three, three, three th- and, and a half
0: minutes left. Yep. Yeah, pull him.
1: Get, I mean, get him out of there. I mean, I, we question JD, but we really shouldn't question him because I don't think
0: there's, there haven't been many times when he's been wrong there. So that to, to refresh that statement, we have full faith in JD. It's, we question the, the hockey decision. Yeah, to pull a goalie with two minutes left. I really, really trust JD at the helm.
1: It's oh just, my god! Yeah, of in course. any
0: hockey game with two minutes left, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, th- there's a huge difference between pulling the goalie with two minutes left and pulling the goalie with a minute and a half left. But it worked out. So it I, freaking worked out. Yeah. I JD mean, thank JD Forrest
1: for president 2024. If anyone's listening, especially okay. you, JD. Um. So,
0: but yeah, let's un- talk underwhelming, ab- and we need to talk about. Number one, we need to talk about that Smith-Friedman line. That was the first time we realized how good of a defensive pairing they were. Mind you, they are both NHL players. They should not be in the AHL. Yeah,
1: Ty Smith um, has never had an AHL rep before until uh, this season.
0: And he's clearly levels above everyone else. He does that little drop to shoulder, faint to the left, and then the puck ends up in the back of the net every freaking time. So um, that line deserves some mad credit. Um, that willett rinky line... I like They, it they played really well in that um, that home opener. Willett is wow. He's a player. He is one hell of a player. He's just clinical. He's like so he, he's good. I I mean I can see why he was captain of Laval. I can I can see that. I like him because in our first episode we talked about how he was going to be a direct replacement for Barkowski, um, and I think it he is. And I think he's better than Bart. He's more physical and he's faster. He's more of a defensive presence, um, and then. I'll wait until we get to this Lazar for let line um, let's, until we get to the, let's just
1: say underwhelming and move on from that. Cause I don't, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to go too much. into So that. Utica, I think we should really talk about this one. Well, we have to talk, we have to talk about how we lost in overtime with two seconds last, left to a <sighs> Max Willman, who another player who should not be in the AHL and who's not my favorite player for personal reasons. And then <sighs> Jordy Reeve. Hey man just sometimes the script writes writes itself. I said at the beginning of that overtime, I said, wow, I really don't want to play against Jordy Belree right now. Jordy Belree last season had so
0: many overtime winners for us. And that's just, that's just him. That's just him. I'll be honest with you watching the way he celebrated with Lehigh though. I'm i uh, I'm completely over Jordy Belree. All respect to him for what he did for the penguins last season, but dead oh. to me, he's, he's in the flyers organization. Now he's celebrating on penguins ice I couldn't care less for him. He was physical. He picked a little like matches with people after, you know, every play died. I'm over him. Yeah. He is officially a rival. Um, I will forget that he was ever at wilkes on There were a few kids down by the ice, like actual like kids, like 13 years old flipping
1: Jordy Bell Reeve off. And I would like to give credit to that, to that one kid I saw do it, but I'm sure there was more. And he deserves a lot of credit for what he did.
0: Well, you know, it each their own, you know? Yep.
1: So, so back to, up to Utica. So we took this trip. We went up to Utica. It was uh,
0: Coast to coast,
1: all we, the way up to Utica. We were, on a, we were on a work business trip and we were, we had tickets and we were like, you know, we'll just, we'll just make a day out of it. So we, we went up to Cuse. We went up, uh, we saw the, we saw Cuse's arena. Wish we saw Felix Robert, but that's another story for another time. Rest in peace. <laughs> so then we went out to Utica. Um, a little story before we get to the game was we went to the Bass Pro Shops in Utica.
0: Oh no, we have to talk about the experience beforehand.
1: Okay, so we went to the Bass Pro Shops in Utica. Plus,
0: we only have half a game to talk about.
1: <laughs> One hell of a power play, let me tell you. So in this Bass Pro Shops, we walk in. Tommy has this Penguins jersey on, and I think I had, I had a sweatshirt on at that point that had the Penguins, I had Penguins merch. And this guy looks at us. The manager of the Bass Pro goes, yeah, you're not allowed to be in here. And we were like, oh, okay. And we kind of laughed it off because you don't really think you don't think too many things about that. Like you're kind of just like, oh okay, like haha, chirp chirp chirp. Stared at the
0: whole time. We made three laps around the store because direct eye contact this guy made with us for a solid thirty minutes of walking around Bass Pro Shops.
1: If any of you have ever been to the Utica Bass Pro Shops, it's about the size of the Bear Walmart. Actually, no, it's definitely smaller than the Bear Walmart.
0: It's a it's a shoebox Bass Pro Shop. Like it's it's pro. I don't. What would you even compare it to? Maybe their Sam's Club. It's small. I don't even know. It's, it's Yeah. It's small. Very small Their business. aquarium is cool, though, let me tell you. Like a, a small town grocery store would be about the same size as that Bass Pro Shops. Yeah. So we go we, we go to check out. I'm buying
1: myself Tootsie Rolls and cotton candy because you go to Bass Pro, you got to buy that. And the lady starts making fun of us that that's all we're buying. She goes, you took three laps
0: around the store. This is all you're getting? First of all, whoever... What cashier ever comments on what you purchase? It, ever. It that is, it that is, is not something someone uh, like does. You, you don't go into the grocery store and then someone looks at you and goes, oh, all you bought was apples and some Mountain Dew. This no, is all for today. They, they, let you, they let you check out. And they don't say shit.
1: So then we go to Starbucks and we're trying to decide. We're like, oh, well, we got like an hour before we can even go into the arena. Where do you want to go for dinner? And I was like, and I was like, oh well, there's this place called Babes, <laughs> and we were like, oh, so we look up pictures. it, Avoid looks it awesome. at all
0: costs if you're an away fan.
1: Yeah, so it's it's this. So we're like, oh, this this place looks awesome.
0: Like this place looks super super cool. So we go in the Babes, and but we didn't even go in. Yeah. Before we realized we were in trouble, there was a Utica Comets um, hockey schedule on the door posted. Everything is red and black, <laughs> and we're like, oh, that was okay. our first sign. Like, oh. Shit. Right?
1: So you don't you don't think anything of it. I mean, some places in Wilkesboro do that, and so like, oh, maybe they just. I mean, it's a small arena, small town. Maybe they just support their local team. Who knows? So then, we're talking to the waitress. We go in to get our seat. No, Everyone we, is in no, Utica no, 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 Comets here. Mind,
0: mind you, when we asked for our seat, the <laughs> the girl who walked us to our seat was wearing a Utica Comets hat, and. <laughs> Written on her little schedule and where like the, the seating chart it literally said go comets. <laughs>
1: so what did she do? She put us in the bar
0: with the comets fans. <laughs> All of them.
1: So there was so we walk in and there's probably five or six guys at the bar in just Every full Utica gear. And they, they look at us and they're like and they're like, Oh, penguin fans. And that's it. Like that's <laughs> that's not where the bad part of the story comes in. I go to the bathroom. In the bathroom, you have to walk through the dining room and the dining room probably holds like, pro- dining room probably has like 25 tables, huge he, dining he
0: room. He left me alone in the bar, but little did he know he was in for something much worse. And Tommy
1: and I were like, you know, this place seems like it's huge on the comments. Where's all like the comments gear? There's no jerseys or anything. Well, I found them <laughs> in the dining room and I walk around and I'm walking through the dining room. And let me tell you, there were some old people in there and they gave me the most judgmental looks. They were looking at me and they were like, you you could just tell what they were saying in their head. Like they were calling me some sort of like penguin slur. You already know grandmas are the diehards. And I I got stared at. I walked through. I saw one Penguins fan and I like, I looked at them and he looked at me and was like, Oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't walk through here. So then Tommy went to the bathroom and I'll let him tell you that.
0: Uh, yeah, I really, I kind of experienced the same thing. Um, but at that point, the bar had filled up with Comets fans. I'm talking no room for Comets fans. This is uh, clearly where they hang out before games, and we were like, we got to get out of here. I, I kind of pushed my way through going to the bathroom. Came Tommy back, left and, a beer. Yeah, it was just uncomfortable. You yeah. know, you can only get stared at so much before you got to leave somewhere, and uh, they were not afraid of staring. So we actually get to the game. Um, the parking was weird. Parking was weird, but parking was free, so who cares? That's true. Um, cool little arena, very small. Don't know how in God's name they didn't sell out like home opener there. Um, if it was Wilkes Barre, that place would have been packed to the brim. What do they see? like twenty five hundred people? I think it's thirty four something.
1: The, but I mean the price. But the prices of tickets. The tickets were also super expensive. Thirty five hundred
0: people on a Wednesday at ten o'clock and
1: during preseason. That's true. We did, but it it was just weird because we got there and their fans. Their fans were very interactive, and I mean their fans were. Most of their fans were talkative. I mean, there was a couple, there was a couple loose ends everywhere that we sat around. But other than that, I think everything was, everyone was pretty talkative and quite nice to us. Um, <laughs> there was, there was, uh, we went to the shop like their their merch. Oh my words! Phenomenal merch is, merchandise. Well, to the, wait, let's get to the game. Where
0: I also, I okay. also, um, <laughs> I I got led astray by a Utica Comets fan. Um, we were watching warm ups. And I was like, Dale, I have to go to the bathroom. So I kind of went out the nearest like tunnel and I asked this guy, I was like, hey, where's the nearest bathroom? Like really got to go. And he's like, oh, you know, come this way. Like this is the closest bathroom. Um, If you've ever been to Utica, they have a (laughs) Utica Comets bar that everyone goes and hangs out in before the game uh, within the arena. And you can't tell it's a bar. It literally looks like you're walking into a bathroom or something. And then it opens up and there's a hundred Utica Comets fans in there this guy pretty much pushes me through the door and goes, yep, see that little door on the other side? That's a one person bathroom, you could use that one. <laughs> when I tell you the whole room just kind of turn their heads at this Penguins fan walking in, I cannot tell you like how uncomfortable I was. I almost considered just not making it to the bathroom going to the other side of the arena uh, because <laughs> it was so strange and after our bar experience, uh, it was just a little overwhelming. Uh, but yeah, he, he led me led me down a dark path there, and I survived, thank God, and yeah. uh, made it to the game, only to find myself in another dark path. Come the, the end so, of the second period. <laughs> so the game the game
1: leading up to the blackout was just just terrible. I mean, we were sitting there through the first period, and they were they were they were all over us. They were the better they were the better team. I mean, Bear looked awful. John Lazat looked like he was in a completely different world. Um, I mean, they scored their first goal. It was Hutchinson from Dugan and Gretzen. I think that Girtson.
0: Ge- also, there, there was little to no change in the lineup aside from like a little bit of positional change on the third and fourth line mm-hmm. and the addition of Sveskovsky. That was it.
1: Yeah. So we didn't take any, there were no penalties. We were we were fine on no, penalties. It was, it
0: was a fast moving game.
1: The, the first period was fast. I mean, we were in there, it, they, they were in and out and it was, it was good, but at the same time, they were just like- Wooks-Bear looked like they were completely off the pace. They looked like they were heartbroken. They just they just didn't look good. But then the second period came around.
0: We, we have to talk about the Lazat-Fadun line defensively. Oh, okay. Just because it sets precedent to what's been a terrible season and really upsetting in terms of like El Capitano doing his thing. I think Fadun's a phenomenal player. I think Lazat is totally dragging him down. He We were kind of excited about Lazat. I'm, I, I think I still am. I think he's just not,
1: um, it's not what, really what I expected. I think he's trying to find his feet back in the AHL with
0: us. He just looks so slow. He does. He looks really slow, really out of place. Um, I'm hoping it's just an, like an adjustment back into the league. But my God, like if he doesn't sort it out, that line's going to be the reason for a lot of goals this season.
1: The big thing about Wooks Bear in Pittsburgh is that we have attacking defenders and he doesn't offer anything in attack for us. We, we attack, and he kind of – I mean, I've watched a puck dribble over a stick five or six <laughs> different times, and I get it. You might not be an attacking defender, but if you're in Wilkes-Barre, you kind of have to figure it out at one point. Now, the second period, we looked we looked okay. We didn't look great.
0: Ty Smith to the rescue. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Ty Smith. Ty Smith was a beautiful power play goal, 2 one we were finally gaining some momentum. We were we were so close. We were so so close to it, and then all of a sudden they're uh, playing this, yeah. They're playing this huge graphic, and the arena's red and black, and people
0: are like people are chanting, people are freaking out because and, there's a fight in the corner. Oh, oh a yeah! Big fight breaking out. The bear is about to go onto a power play. Um, big scrum in the corner, and then suddenly, yeah. and then boom. Everything goes out, but unbeknownst to us, complete darkness, pitch black,
1: everyone starts going,
0: you you. So Tommy and I were like, oh, this is normal. At this point, this is like, this is like cult activity. Yeah. We're like, I looking at each other. Like this is where we get sacrificed. Mind you, we had already been popcorned by the mascot at this point. Yeah. Um, so we, we were a little nervous. We're like kind of holding on to each other, you know, In there, chanting Utica. We're about to be on the center of the ice and we don't even know it. Yeah. Like in everyone's kind of, the players are looking around
1: confused, but we're like, Oh, maybe this is like, maybe this is one of their things. Like they shut the power off. And then after a minute we were like, Oh, this is not one of their things. This, this is actually an issue. So everyone has their phones out, their flashlights are on. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool environment. But I go out to the concourse and people are like, no, the power is going to be back on in 10 minutes. Stay in your seats. So I'm trying to like go on Twitter. People are, Nick Hart lost, I guess Nick Hart lost radio connection with everyone, lost Wi-Fi. No, like there's no stream. No one knows what's going on. There's no like, there's no backup generator. There's no one, there's no one on a megaphone telling us like, Hey, stay and obviously main
0: controls are down too. So they're not telling us what we're doing. We don't, we are literally
1: sitting in the dark playing on our phones. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I walk outside, there's a fire. There's like the fire company. There was five fire trucks. 13 police cars. And the guy's like, yeah, no, you guys are good to leave. Like, like you, sh- you guys should probably start evacuating. And we're like, oh, are we going to do this, like, sexualized sex? he's <laughs> like, no, <"Nah>, just go. <laughs> just Ma-
0: just leave. chaos in terms of uh, Utica organization. Actually, actually, it was pretty calm. It, it was calm because of good people. <laughs> yeah. But th- there's got to be, like, a plan in place there, for there something will. like that to happen. There was no plan at all.
1: We left with the cheerleaders.
0: It was to the, when the power went out. People were just roaming the freaking like uh, the the arena aimlessly. It was actually kind of cool. You know, it, it was lie. it was cool for a couple minutes. But then you look back on it, and you're like, that's when like bad stuff happens. Um, it was a good thing we got evacuated because uh, it was getting real stuffy thank, in there. Thank Every, you to
1: the Utica Fire Department and Utica daytime. Police Department. Thank you to all you guys for putting like everything out there and helping us with everything. That was that was huge. It was agreed. It was. Scary. It wasn't. Sc- I wouldn't say it was scary, but I'd say it was. It not wasn't for scary. Us. It
0: was an experience for, for us. Sure. For
1: us, it wasn't scary. But for like a kid, I wouldn't want to go back to a game.
0: Also, for anyone who doesn't like stay in touch with uh, like AHL socials or Penguin socials, uh, the game will be replayed at a later date. I think in January. January twenty fourth. They're going to pick up from that exact point. I think it's like one fifty three left in the second period. Yeah. Uh, Utica is up two one. Uh Wils are going on the power play to start the the end of the second period, and they're gonna start from that point on. They're gonna play a third period basically. Um, so we'll see how that goes it's gonna be really strange. Uh, we'll keep you guys updated that because we'll, we'll be tuned into it. yeah, I mean
1: it was it was definitely like Tommy was saying it was definitely something and if you guys ever do go to Utica, please whatever you do, do not drive on the grass. There's going to be tire tracks that go on the grass oh, and you should absolutely, you on, if you see other cars doing it, it does not mean you should do it. <coughs> Take that from me. I was on the grass. I almost got stuck. Yeah, Dale. How do you pull out of Utica? Well, you see, they have a parking lot and it's just like rough gravel. So what I did was I took, a, I took a shortcut and I went on the grass, up and over onto the sidewalk. There was no shortcut. It was not a road. Tommy said, do it. And I did it. So I went up and over. Like this hill, this is a steep
0: hill. Yeah, we're about- I'm spinning out. We, we had to be so close to bottoming out. I mean, we're, we're driving a Kia Seltos here. But <laughs> we did it and I don't- There was a, there was a Camry in front of me that M- did it. Mind I, you though, we, we went outside of the parking lot, down into this grassy knoll, up over the hill. And then it's not like we just like entered the road. We drove over the sidewalk. <laughs> we, we drove in a gap between two parked cars. <laughs> we hit Pe- the curb. <laughs> people on the sidewalk, like what the- like, like, what, are these, what are doing? these what are these people from
1: PA doing? But it was it was it was an environment. Well so, worth it. Oh, definitely well worth it. I don't think I don't think we could have had any more fun at that game, if you want me to be honest with you.
0: But yeah, that, that was our Utica experience. Uh game to be replayed, awesome time. Really crazy coincidence that we saw a blackout. We, Still not completely over that. We really could we could go on for hours about that. That was that's just
1: the whole experience was hysterical. But let's get into the Bear against Laval game,
0: which I was not at this game. I was. Um, I was working. So I'm going to let you kind of lead this conversation. Um, so I was at this game.
1: I was also, I was, I was kind of babysitting. Well, um, one, one of the third podcast members we have, uh, he brought a little lady friend, Connor, if you're listening. Um, so, so what happened? He, he's is, our cousin and we're very supportive of him. Yeah, but it's, it's so funny. It's really funny actually. But so he brings this girl to the game and she was, she was awesome. But back to the game, we were so we looked good. Uh, the Lazant Fedun line actually kind of produced some defensive work here, and I mean the first period was just insane. I haven't seen us play like that in a first period in a long time,
0: mind you. This is the first time Anson was pulled out of the lineup as well. Yeah, and we haven't seen him since, which is worth mentioning.
1: Well, we we might, which I mean we're three wins in though, so we'll yeah.
0: But he he's just been kind of nervy. Mm-hmm. Well, we saw we saw a Neander, we saw
1: another Neander goal. Which was just insane. So, Nealander from Smith and uh, Kajula, which was huge. I mean, the goal, the goal was beautiful. Ty Smith again, he's just. Do you want Ty to Smith?
0: take, we should probably take this time to like talk about Niels and Ty Smith.
1: Niels it, and Ty Smith are the reason we're winning games. I was going to do that after the Providence because they've, because every single game they have been producing big goals, big assists. Niels, I mean, you watch Niels, he, He's huge. He's he's a huge, <laughs> huge Different presence player. on the ice. Different player. Like the guy deserves to be in Pittsburgh.
0: He tracked back on defense. I listen. I know that's like that's something you expect from a big player, right? Did he do that last season at all? No, he was. <laughs> no, he had a common cold. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the dude is like letting people like basically. And I'm not acting like this this situation happened a million times, but. Like, last year, I don't know that when he was, like, out of form, if he would have tracked back and actually, like, chased someone on a 1v1. But he did that multiple did. times. He, he, this guy he, was insane. is so inspired. Looks so good. And that, How many goals does he have? He's uh, got a goal a right, game.
1: Right now? Uh, right now, he's sitting on three goals, two assists. He's got a point per game. Point per game. You know who I want to talk about?
0: And Ty Smith, real quick. Um, Ty Smith is an incredible player. This guy... He does this little thing on the power play where he kind of drops the, the left shoulder so you, you kind of think he's going right on you, and then he pulls to the left immediately, and he rips it back post. And almost every time, it just leaves the attacking player sitting in front of the goalie open for a deflection, or it just goes top bins. Like, th- this guy's so underrated and so good defensively, too.
1: You want to know who I want to talk about? Nathan Laguerre. Nathan Laguerre. Leggy has, looks like a new player. Lagi, I would say Liggy is our third best player on the team right now, and I mean I mm-hmm. love Lagi. Let's
0: talk about goalies though. To I, has been ridiculous. I'm going to To sitting on a 96 save percentage rate, 96 percent.
1: I'm going to put I'm putting Lagare over Tukarski. if you want me if you want me to be honest with you, Laguerre has been, I mean Mr. Peanut Butter himself over here. He has just <laughs> been he has just been insane. Leggy In, loves peanut butter but he doesn't know how to say it. Um, but he, he's been huge. You watch him on the penalty. He's on the penalty kill. He's on the penalty kill. He's on the power play. He's on five, five on five. He could. Be, he's on constantly, and he's such a huge player. Sam Hood getting the assist to that, which is... I love Sam Hood. I'm a big Sam Hood guy. He's young and he's good. And then the second period was actually... I actually was bored watching the second period. There was just... At this point, what's the score? 2-1. I it's sorry, 2-0. No. And then the second period, like, we had shots... But then there were literally times where they were just passing back and forth and then they'd go down, then we'd go up and it was just constant. And in the third period, I was on the edge of my seat, the whole third period, Laval came out on fire. Laval were huge. Laval were, Laval were dangerous and
0: they scored. I mean, they're a team. Yeah. They could, they could put together a three period game. They're, they're scary.
1: Yeah. Which they, which I mean, they were on the road a lot. They had road legs, which I
0: understandable,
1: but I mean, it's, it's hockey. It's the American Hockey League. This is what happens. So after that, it was a two-one game. Which huge, huge games. I that was a we played very, very well. And then the next day, we left. I I actually saw the team bus when I was leaving the Laval game because I I stay I stayed after and I was talking to some people. And then when I left, I saw the team bus about to leave to go up to uh to go up to Hartford. And that game,
0: that game. Well, I, how how did Will it play? We should comment on that. Oh, that's it. that was where he came from. He came from the Rockets. Um, good. so how, how did Willett play? He was good.
1: He didn't do anything. I didn't think he did anything like overly special. I would, I give probably him probably
0: good An, an he, average performance is.
1: It was, I mean, he did, he did a lot of stuff. He was definitely, he was definitely one, one of our best defenders, but I don't think with Mark Friedman and Ty Smith, they were, they're just immense players. Mark Friedman is, he's constantly angry though.
0: Dude, Friedman has a temper and a half, and I love it. I, mind like if you watch these games, um, I'm not sure how many of you guys listening have like AHL TV, <laughs> but at away games for some reason, Friedman just loves targeting people. He loves screaming at the ref. Um, he's constantly picking fights after the play. It looks like he's always falling all over the ice because people just attack him after the play. And then when he's home, it's even worse. He He's comfortable somewhere and he just goes ballistic. I love it. Yeah. We I heard mean, him. We need him. We heard him
1: back to the Utica game. We heard him screaming some very, very tough things. We won't say for the children on the app <laughs> listening, but there were some bad, bad comments. And it it brought, brought joy to my heart. I'm not going to lie.
0: <laughs> this man is such a Grinch that when we were in Utica, we, <laughs> we kind of like banged on the ice during warm-ups. He looked up at us and we made eye contact with him for like, probably a solid five seconds. <laughs> and we were like, you know, touching the badge, giving him thumbs up, like, good luck, have a good game. <laughs> this guy just continued to look at us like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, stop He's trying to take my attention away from warm-ups. And he, he's literally on his knee. He's stretching, making eye contact with us. And we're like, oh, my God, should we should we leave?
1: Like, Drew O'Connor looked at us. Drew O'Connor nodded at us. Leggy nodded at us.
0: Uh, uh, oh, Neil oh, did.
1: Laval was the return of Gruden, by the way, too, which was huge for uh, us. Yeah. Gruden was huge that game. It's so nice to that. have
0: him back, man. He's so good on the penalty kills. Gruden's just Gruden's a good player.
1: Just hits people constantly. It's what we need. But, I mean, he was just... But, I'm, there are so many players that, like, in warm-ups are like, oh, like, hey, I remember you, Pustin, and, like, gave us his little smile. But then There's Mark Friedman better. comes over. Mark Friedman is the type of guy that learned French just so he can say bad words to you in French.
0: <laughs> that's exactly who
1: he is. Like, he would, learn, he would learn the most, like, vile, like, raunchy thing in French and then say it to a French player. And then just be like, and then like, he starts talking French. He's like, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, you're going too fast, buddy. I, I know, like, that's all I know.
0: But let's move on to the Hartford where we saw Mr. Yep. Louis Dominique. So, Laval final score? 2 1. 2 1. That was the start to our triple header weekend. 3 and uh, 3, baby. Laval, Hartford, Providence. Yep. First, by, by the way, we're, we're going to lead here. Uh, this was our first triple header weekend that we've won all three games since 2018, which is huge because that 2018 team was also the last team that took us to playoffs prior to last season.
1: So but there really wasn't playoffs too much, though. So. What do you mean? Like 2019-20 oh no, no, was canceled. Tw- yeah. And then 2021, there wasn't playoffs. So we weren't going to make it in 2021 either way. But it sounds good, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does sound and good. And that's
0: all that matters. That is true. So Hartford, uh, unfortunately, we did not make this trip. Um, but too much going on. Yeah, a lot going on. But we watched it. We watched every single game. Um, just so we can keep you guys updated with it all, um, they looked so good when they came out against Hartford. Yeah, I mean, like really good. What did three nothing up? Did, were yeah, all three we goals were, in the first period. I don't remember.
1: No, there was uh, there was one. I'm looking at it now. There was one uh, Andonovsky, his first professional uh-huh. goal. Congrats, Corey. Congrats, brother. Uh, guess who assisted? Ty Smith and uh, Sakura. Which <laughs> is a good game from Sakura. <laughs> Naturally, we
0: also lost. We lost. Yeah, we lost. Uh, Did we lose Poland for this one? Um, This was when, no, we had Poland against Hartford. They pulled him up immediately. They pulled him and Kajol up. Oh, for the Providence game. Yeah.
1: Which we will not, I don't think we'll be getting them back for tomorrow. No, probably not. But we scored one and then, yeah, I think we scored one, then
0: two, then three. And I think the third came in the second. Am I right on saying that? I think so. I just remember going three, nothing up. Yeah. Um, I didn't remember whether it was first or second period.
1: Yeah, no, it was in the second um, because we scored late in the first. But Ho- then
0: Hollander got his goal uh, yeah, finally against he, Hartford. He deserves it. First goal of the season, um, but he also loves a goal against Hartford. So you knew that was coming. A lot of like a lot of different people scoring this season, which is really good. And a lot of our highest scores from last season are not putting up those numbers. Other than it, it's, Niels. it's yeah. It seems like the people who last season maybe weren't getting the numbers they want are starting to get early goals, which makes me really excited because those higher number guys from last season are going to like, they're going to get that spark and then we'll have a good balance, you know? Mm -hmm. But then,
1: but then we did not look good at all. in the third period, (laughs) I mean, Hartford came out, it's their home opener. I mean, Hartford's home opener. They should be pissed if they're down three nothing at their home opener. I mean, Hartford, they're coming out on, they came out on fire. Carford came out huge. They came out, and they were in immense power that whole third period. And then they scored one, two, three sent us to overtime overtime
0: what was the uh, time between those three goals. Cause it, it seemed there's some time between them. Yeah. What about the last two? Uh,
1: I'm looking now. Oh my God. I can't find it in here. Oh, uh, the first one, Wow! Oh, there it is. It's in the, they scored in the second because it was they scored their set. They scored in the second. Um, it, it was fifteen thirty-two on the power play, and then they scored on the power play again. So uh, three fifty-eight into the period, and they scored their third
0: power play again. Wasn't it? They went three for three on the power play.
1: Two for yeah. Th- uh, they went. They had two power play goals. Well, that's terrible. Yeah, for our penalty kill, that's awful.
0: I and it killed our percentage. I think Nick Hart even commented on that during the uh, the Providence game.
1: Yeah, they went two for three on the power play. We went zero for five. <laughs>
0: Our, to be honest, can we talk about the power play for a second too? Dude, we need to do something different. That power play is ridiculous. Like so ridiculous that you could literally play the entire two-minute sequence out in your head at this point. You know that pustinen's going to be on the left side just sitting there on the dot waiting for the freaking one-timer. Ty Smith is going to be trying to control things up top. He only shifts over to the left a little bit, comes back to the center, does his little shoulder drop, rips a shot. Sometimes it leads to a goal, sometimes it leads to a face-off. Niels is always poaching on the right side. There's no rotation at all. It's so easy for teams to defend. Like We can literally have a team defend against us for two minutes on every power play and it not be an issue for their legs at all mm-hmm. because we don't move.
1: Yeah, we don't our our power play just stands there and it's frustrating because you, in order to have in order to score a goal on the power play you got to have the feet moving you got to have the puck moving if those two things aren't happening at the same time you're not going to score it's simple I, as that
0: i'm sorry but you got two guys down low set up for the deflection and you're not even ripping shots you're just trying to hit your your key guys up top your your two leading scorers from last season
1: they get set up good and then it's just it's just not good um but then the shootout
0: ooh
1: ooh i got i mean I have never in my life seen a <laughs> Penguins win at home shootout. We've never won a shootout at home in my in my entire hockey career. Um, yes. I, w- I wasn't there for that one shootout win, though.
0: Uh, Springfield last season when they had the uh, USA jerseys on. I wasn't there. We, no, th- in, that I saw in person. Oh, okay. I was going to say, but, we're watching that one. Neil scored that game winner, too. Yeah, he did. But
1: we won- But I've seen them online. Mm-hmm. So I think if there's ever a shootout, I'm just going to go. Well, I'm gonna go sit out in the concourse just, and put it on my phone. Yeah, just right to the car. Um, but this this shootout, Kajula, no goal. I mean Kajula, his power play. It, it, I don't these, know how to. I don't. I don't know. These it was uh, okay.
0: <laughs> these shootout like efforts were just terrible. By Wait. the way, aside from Nealander, my God, like anyone could have saved them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. But. New Englanders was good. So we'll
0: just, we're going to leave it at that. We're, we're going to stick at this one for a um, nasty little dangle from Niels, by the way, he, he dropped the shoulder on uh what's his name? You know who that goalie is? I'm looking now. Um, you, yeah, you know who is,
1: you know who the goalie is. I
0: don't want to say his name,
1: Dale. Oh, uh, Louis, <laughs> <We laughs> Louis Dominique. We beat, we beat Louis Dominique and he can, he can stay in Hartford. We don't yeah. want him back. We remember King Louis. Uh, if Louis Dominique, if you ever happen to listen to this podcast, I hope you know that you're bottom of our division right now. Just so you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Don't we have that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. <laughs> we hit him with a little.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Louis. Oh, yeah, he can stay there, though. <laughs> he can stay there. Um, but yeah, so other than that, I mean, that game... I'm
0: glad we won. I was incredibly nervous for it, but. And that was when you kind of got the, the glimpse at, whoa, like we have a team. So yeah. We have a team that conceded some goals, but like, damn, they're going to battle back. I mean, Laval, great team. Hartford, good team. It's a competitive team. They're very physical and they were at home. Like the fact that we took points from there after playing Laval and then making the trip to Hartford. To that's get not that an result, easy trip. That's not an easy trip at all.
1: Plus they didn't plus that game our game against Laval was over probably about nine nine forty five. They didn't leave the stadium till probably ten, ten thirty. That's a five that's a five, six hour trip. Yeah. You don't then you get to the hotel room, you gotta sleep, then you gotta wake up and start prepping. And then and then after the Hartford game, you're thinking, Oh, I just wanna go home. No <laughs> to Providence. Providence. Out to Providence. Away. In, uh. And then, so this is a three and three. So usually.
0: Played some younger guys for this game. Yes, we did. I think he wanted fresh legs um, for Wednesday or so tomorrow. Yeah. Um, But I also think he trusts those young guys. We've got some really good young talent. Like it's worth mentioning. um, Ravis didn't get off to a great start thus far, but I think he's just nervous. Um, He's also 18 years old. So, you know, kind of crazy. Shvesikovsky, holy hell. Guy's really good. Reminds me of Robert. I think he might be a little better for his age than Robert would have been at that point.
1: I mean, he need he needs to keep up on everything else. He's a he's a very Robert type of player, but I need to see more to make that comparison. Because Felix Robert this season to get off the pit to, to Pittsburgh, the Bear topic. Felix Robert, if if he ever wanted to come home, I I would not. <laughs> if Felix Robert punched me in the face, I'd still say, "Hey, come back to the Wilksbear Scranton Pens, man, I miss you."
0: <laughs> I'd say, "Can you punch me again?"
1: I um, mean, it's. We, we're missing him. You can see that we're missing him, though. Yeah. After this weekend, you wouldn't be able to think that. Also, Ty Glover's first start of the season. And Ty Glover's first
0: goal. Ty Glover. <laughs> Great job, my friend. Louis Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. That'll never get old. uh Louis W. I I hate him so much sometimes. But, yeah. Actually, Shvesikovsky assist yep. to Glover. Yep. He Great, like, individual effort by Shvesikovsky, too. Comes off the right side. Literally makes a move around um, the defender, like, trying to remove him from getting into the zone. Cuts down, slices the defense. Drags three defenders with him. Plays it across the crease. And Ty Glover's just there to clean it up. And you could tell this means the world and more to Ty Glover. Did you see his celebration? Yeah. Have you watched it over? Yeah. He literally trips on himself and then does this like little bunny hop. It hits it with like a boom, boom, boom. Did <laughs> and you then just gets hugged by
1: everyone on the ice. You see his mother retweeted it and said, my son scored a meaningful goal today. I did see that. I, I followed his mother just because of that. And I was... I, we actually met his mother. What we met her. When
0: we met her, yeah. The night he made his professional debut. We were, we yeah, met we met her. her. She's, she's outside a, of
1: Syracuse. She's the nicest person I've ever lovely met. Lovely woman. Lovely woman. Great human. Great. If if she's ever watching this, I mean,
0: hi. We, I, we, we You were probably ch- don't remember us, but we remember you. We were chirping the hell out of Syracuse because of the abuse they put on Ty Glover that night during his debut. And she's just like, <laughs> like Syracuse
1: players were walking out and we're like screaming at them on the sidewalk. us and a couple other wilkes fans because they're like, I mean, they're, they were just doing their job, a dirty bunch. We won't forget. We will never forget. And then I'm surprised you're not talking more about this. A Pustin in goal. He was, I was a, getting there. A rare Pustin in goal this season.
0: Goal! Number 48. Valtteri, boost today.
1: With a Hollander and another Hood assist, I think that brings Hood up to is that two points? Three, oh yeah, two points. Two points in three games for Sam Hood.
0: That that's that's good. That's good. I mean, that's yeah. good. Five games. Yeah, and he's only played what two of them? Three, three. That's what you just okay. But I mean, on top of that,
1: we looked, we looked really, really good. And I mean, yeah, they scored, but. You got tired legs. You go out in that third period. You're you go out in that third period. You're looking to absolutely like looking to absolutely go for it.
0: We're talking about Providence away, dude. Providence is a good team. Three te- If there is three teams on this schedule that I don't want to see away on a weekend, at least two of those teams are making my top three. I, uh, like based on who we play, the only substitution might be like Rochester for Hartford. I mean, I, you know what I mean? But Pro- the thing is, Rochester, Rochester are good right now.
1: They're the top of the league, but Syracuse are in form. Dude, Providence are disgusting. I'm not Providence. I'm, I meant I was talking about Rochester. But yeah. Providence, Providence are good, but then on top of but they're fourth, in, they're fourth right now. They're fourth in our division. Five games played, three wins. They only have one loss in regulation, and that's us.
0: Remind me where we're sitting right now. Hmm? Where are we sitting? Third place? Yeah, we're sitting what, in What's place. that record looking like? Uh we only have we only have one loss. It's a three oh and one, it's OT loss, right? Yep. That's what I'm
1: talking about, maybe. So then I think we do need to talk about Dustin Tekarski in this game. Huge. He's him and Lindbergh are the only reason really that we're competitive in these games. I mean Lindbergh
0: Well, them Ty Smith and Neilander.
1: Yeah. But at, you look at that, you look at Lindbergh's save against Hartford in that overtime with the toe. With this he just stops it with his toe. <laughs> Insane save.
0: Yeah, they've been unbelievable. Can we, I think it's, uh, what was that post they just put up? I think Lindbergh's sitting at 92%, right? I didn't see it. And Tukarski's at 96. Are you kidding me? Dude, Tukar, it, this, these aren't like little games Tukarski's playing either. These are our biggest games thus far, and the guy's shutting people out. At, not literally, but only allowing one goal and then making 40-some saves. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's insane. But Dustin
1: Tokarski, Dustin Tokarski fought someone. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, can you Dustin, talk about that?
1: So Dustin <laughs> Tokarski at the end. I don't even know. I think at, someone at hit. End of him. the game, 1959. Take us from there. So so well, 1957, and Denovsky decides to get a delayed game penalty. It's, it's fine. It's 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 all right. Go figure. He's been in the box a ton so far. Him him and Oli have been in the box nonstop. He's physical. Give the kid a break. So then. So then, the end of the game happens. I don't know where I don't know where the puck is. I don't even know what's happening. But all I see is Sakura behind the behind the the, uh, behind the net, just punching someone in the that face. That name's
0: not familiar. Came from Cleveland last season, uh, yeah. second in points for the team. What would you saying? Second in points for the team. He's not last second. season. Oh, oh,
1: okay, yeah, in Cleveland. So he just starts fighting this guy. Just start punching him in the face. And I'm we're like, okay, welcome to the squad. So we're like, yeah, yeah, get in, yeah. So then the camera pans out. And Takarsky's fighting someone, and Takarsky he's fighting a player. He's he has his gloves off. He's punching a guy, and he's shoving him. And we're like, "What?" <laughs> we need to hashtag tendy Tilly's around here. <laughs> like, I mean, I've I've seen a lot of things, but like, can a goalie drop the gloves on an on like on like just a normal? I think if they can, I think that'd be hysterical, and I think we would. I, there was a couple times last season where Louie actually was chirping. Was it Hershey? I
0: think it was Louis Hershey. who? Never heard of him.
1: Hold on. This might remind you. Uh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. That guy was chirping someone. So then boom, 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 boom. Like there were almost a couple fights, but I don't even, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but Tukarski got a 10 minute misconduct, <laughs> which is hysterical to me.
0: Mind you, I had to leave with about three minutes left in this game and I'm driving, and all of a sudden on my phone, I just get this ten-minute game misconduct, um, five minutes for roughing, and it's Takarsky who gets it. And I immediately call Dale. I'm like, "What in God's name is going on?" He's
1: called me, and I'm standing there. And I'm like, "I have no clue." Like, I, I mean, something definitely happened, but it was hysterical to watch him fight. I've never seen, I've never seen a goalie fight, but if that's the closest thing I get to it this season, then I'll take it.
0: Dear God. But yeah, we, we got the result away from home and you have any like final thoughts on the, the triple header before we go into like what to expect from these games this week?
1: Huge, huge triple header. I'm, I'm so happy that we actually, I'm really happy that we took what we did from that. I mean, you can't get a much better. You can't get a much better weekend than that. No. So we'll take it. We'll take it. We'll move on. We got a big, big week coming up though.
0: Yeah. What are your, uh, I, just to touch on the triple header a little more. You really look at those those games broken down. Laval, great team, uh, couldn't stitch couldn't stitch three periods together, but we were still able to take down a giant with some young players. Hartford away from home, coming off a really tough game against Laval. Uh, late games, so there's a lot of time to sit on it, think about it. We get the result again, let some goals up, but we grind out a, a shootout win, you know. And then to go after all of that. And stare Providence in the face and get a result there the way that we did, dude. I could not be more proud of this freaking team. They so so much improvement from last season. Like you, games like that, dude. That's when you see like the JD Forrest mentality kind of working its way into the squad. Like that, that's resilience. That that's that's faith. Like they trust each other. JD trusts them to get the result. They trust each other to go out there and grind it out. That that's a winning team, especially when you have a squad like this, a roster like this. I mean, this is the this is the stuff of dreams. Like as a fan, when you know you have a team that's so talented, so young, and just wants to grind results. And then on top of that, Pittsburgh messed their cap space up, so all of them are here to stay. That's true. But <laughs> uh, they they pulled some shady business. but we yeah, won't get into that. Dirty moves with cajoling, and pulling, and putting people on long term IR when they're when, when they're skating around in practice.
1: They were. So I know day-to-day means they're not coming back day-to-day. I know they're being evaluated day-to-day. But how can you be evaluated day-to-day for three weeks straight and then be put on, on like long-term injury reserve?
0: And how can you be put on long-term injury reserve when you're clearly skating around the ice, playing with that? Like, you're in like, a contact jersey. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're literally shooting on a goaltender, cutting, you're shooting. Uh, what, what, what? Then God's name isn't working in your body. Let's let this go. We don't want Ron Hextall coming on the podcast. I mean, <sighs> that that
1: would I don't want. to hear his reasoning for this. Um, the GM come- or head coach. No. <laughs> uh, if, I mean, if Sullivan wants to come on, GM. I would like to talk about. I would like to talk to Sullivan just because he used to be Wilkes-Barre's head coach. Yeah. But so now we have to look at. Now we have to look at the week coming up. We have Cleveland. Today is today's Tuesday. We're filming this on a Tuesday.
0: I want to know what your thoughts are
1: on tomorrow. Yeah, which is yep. Cleveland on on Wednesday. So, um, <sighs> ah, Cleveland—they're good. They are second in the North, three wins, two losses. Tough division too. Plus, they played Lehigh, and they kind—they didn't run over Lehigh. Um, they Lehigh, uh, Lehigh are good. Lehigh are a very good team this year. It seems, which is a little scary. I mean, Max Wilman, I just—I just don't. I, like I said, personal reasons, I had an ex that liked him.
0: We don't like you.
1: Yeah, no, I had an ex that liked your wife or a girlfriend.
0: We don't like her either.
1: So now now <laughs> there's kind of just, now there's beef <laughs> yeah. with him. So like now I, now I kind of just, like, I just got it in me. Like, I can't, I can't shake that. Hey, you, I'm
0: here to support you.
1: Thank you. I, I need that support. And if anyone else wants to support, I'm, I'm always on Twitter.
0: Well, I think uh, we have like 46 followers. So I think you've got at least 47 people in support. And you know, J.D. Forrest would back you too, you, so there's 40. Could you
1: imagine if Max Bowman listened to this and was like, why don't you like me? What did I do? <laughs> like, my wife posts vlog videos. <laughs> why don't you like me?
0: Sorry, Max <laughs> Woman.
1: It's nothing personal. It's more just like, it's more just like the people I was around that
0: liked uh, uh, But But it is. Well, I mean, you did score on us a couple times, so. All right, moving on.
1: Uh, so Cleveland are good. I think tomorrow's going to be a tough game. Tomorrow's not going to be a walkthrough like it would be last year.
0: No. And big, tomorrow- big time grind it out. But nope. we have a gap. We do have we a have gap. We have a day
1: break, so. We've got a day break. And then we don't, have a tra- we don't travel. We travel to. We travel to. I mean, uh, Lehigh, but.
0: Let's, it, they they won't
1: travel on Thursday. They'll get a break. Yeah, no, they'll travel. They'll go Friday. And then I don't. They'll probably come back and then go back down, you think, right? Or will they get a hotel down there?
0: Uh, well, you're looking at Lehigh. Lehigh 7 o'clock game, would it make sense to travel after that game or would you let them sleep and drive to Hershey? I'd let them sleep and drive to Hershey. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, do. wouldn't, I wouldn't put them back on a bus to send them back home because then they're getting home real late. They're probably sleeping in. Then you don't get a sesh. What I would do is probably play in Lehigh, let them sleep, drive to Hershey, get a little tax session, and then play Hershey. Because Hershey... Wouldn't you think that? Yeah, I, I
1: would, but I don't know. But our first our first rivalry game, our first in our first true in state rival, because I still don't bring, I can't bring myself to consider Lehigh a rival. That's probably just my pure hatred for Max Willman though. Mm. So I'm just going to leave it at that. We have, I mean, the bears are a good team, man. The bears, they have, I think that guy's name is actually Hugh bears. Is it or whatever bear Hughes, maybe he's good. And this, their whole team is just good. I mean, they're fifth. I two, mean, yeah. two wins, one loss, one overtime loss, but that means nothing with
0: you no you Hershey lo-
1: Hershey could be eighth. Hershey could be in the ECHL. they could get demoted and we could still play them you're, and I'd be scared.
0: You're talking about Hershey away. This is the first Hershey game of the season, and it's away. We cannot play Hershey away from home. Last season
1: we could last season we could not play them away from home. Uh,
0: and then in playoffs even, we lost. We were a way better team come playoffs than Hershey, hands down. We went there, different story. I know you don't really like to go there, but like I I traveled with them and I saw, I traveled with them twice last season to Hershey. And both times the energy is just like consuming. Like when I say just toxic, nasty, like you feel like you do not belong there. From the moment they enter the ice until the moment they leave, you can tell that however many people that place is holding that night are pitted against you. And it's crazy just the way people look at fans there. You know, it's like I can't imagine what it's like to be a player. People are hissing at you, screaming at you. People are slamming. When I say hiss, I mean like kind of the whistle. Oh, I know. Hiss, could, you, you know? could you imagine? But like but slamming against the boards, dude, like they are relentless. They do not like the Penguins at all. Well, no, we're, and we, we're tr- we are true Hershey rivals. And I think that that gets in the head of a lot of these like young international kids. Like if we're being honest, like we don't have a lot of physical players to be totally fair. And when you go into an atmosphere like that and sense that little bit of discomfort, you're going to go into the game with hesitation and then players like McElrath and Kessie and Massey are going to smash into you the first time you're on the ice. And I'm sorry, but you're out of the game. And that's what happens every time at least when they're at home, they feel a little more comfort in the space. What scares me about Hershey away is that they are so good at getting in your head and then destroying confidence early on. I just hope that doesn't happen this time around. I hope this team is experienced enough that they can go in there and get the job done. And I think they are because of players like Willett and a couple other additions that we've like pulled along the way.
1: I think John Lizotte is actually a huge player to have with all this. I mean, like we said, John Lazat, he's... He hasn't really proven himself yet, but I think he can. I think if John Lazard, John Lazard knows Hershey. John Lazard knows how to play Hershey. John Lazard has been on teams that have beaten Hershey. That doesn't mean- that, that, that smacked Hershey. That doesn't mean we're going to to win. That just means I think we'll be okay. I'm more scared of that Hershey game than I am the Lehigh game. Oh, just, I, because, just because I, I think
0: that we'll be okay with the Lehigh game. I think we smack Lehigh to be totally honest. If, I think we go in with a game plan and just wreck them. I'm not, I think it's going to be close, but if we
1: do, if we do somehow beat Lehigh and then that, that'll give us a lot of comfort going into Hershey, but the game, the must game win for me this week has to be Wednesday. We have to win. We have to win against Cleveland in order to, if we lose against Cleveland, if we go in the overtime and lose in overtime, then you get that point. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You get a point. Yeah. Then we have to get another point, but we have, we, our must win game has to be. Against Cleveland, we have to at least get a point from from that game. Agreed. What I, do you, think, I think I think we have to get at least two points. Or I think we're going to get four points from the weekend. But I think I think that there has to be. I think there I, there definitely has to be one point from three games after coming off this run. We at least have to get one point.
0: So what's your uh, what's your score prediction tomorrow? Cleveland at home, five yeah, four. The energy is going to be there. Five four.
1: Five four. Books four. bear <sighs> against Lehigh, uh, two to one, overtime. And then against Hershey, 4-3, shootout.
0: God, those are like, those are bold predictions.
1: Mm-hmm. All, of them clo- all of our games have been close. Plus, these are three good teams, man. Lehigh think they're our rivals. So, like, Lehigh, <laughs> Lehigh sit there and they're like, yeah. oh, we don't like you. You're from PA. And then we're, they're like, we just don't like you because you're obnoxious. Like,
0: yeah. We, we couldn't care less about this rivalry. Hershey's the real rival. Yeah, uh, no. It's like <laughs> Le- Lehigh is just kind of like. Don't get me wrong. Fake. I fake. I hate them with more. I
1: hate them more than I hate Hershey.
0: Like I, I respect Hershey as our rival. I feel more hostility going into Springfield than I do going into Lehigh. Uh, to be fair, in recent seasons, like I think Hershey's the real rival, and then everything else is season to season. Yeah, I mean
1: Charlotte. I've heard some bad things about Charlotte this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, thank you, Corey
0: Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so you think five, four tomorrow, I think five, I'm, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to say three, one,
1: I was actually going to say three, one. So I, I got a good feeling about that.
0: Yeah. That that's, that's my score prediction. I don't know why I'm seeing a three, one penguins. Um, I'll even be bold and predict first goal. I think first goal drum roll, please.
1: No, that's the wrong drums. drums. Oh no! Hold on, hold on. No, no, no! Don't don't even
0: worry about it. Ty Smith. Ty Smith's gonna score our first goal tomorrow. Not worth it. Not worth it. I'm already here. I'm already here. Next, first goal tomorrow. (laughs) Ty Smith. (laughs) Dale. Who scores first tomorrow? First goal tomorrow? I think it's a power play right off the rip. I really think we get an early power play. Ty Smith nets one. And in some fancy, fancy style too. And I think that boy, if he scores, is going to have one hell of a celly. Mm -hmm. I want to see it. Let me think. Let me think for a second. So also Leggy's bringing the cellies. Sam Hood. Sam Hood? Sam Hood. Do you think Sam Hood plays tomorrow? Yeah. Okay.
1: I think Sam Hood plays tomorrow. If not Sam Hood, then
0: O'Connor. O'Connor's due.
1: O'Connor Yay. is O'Connor. so dude.
0: Yeah. O'Connor is so dude. Wait, what if O'Connor has a game tomorrow? Fuck, I'd like to see O'Connor have a game tomorrow. Well, he should because a
1: lot of these players are probably going to feel some resentment. Yeah. I'm not getting called up. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, Poland deserves to be called up, but Kajula just hasn't done anything yet. Kajula,
0: Yeah, he's not physical enough. Well, well, he'll get there, though. I mean. He played be- yesterday. Yeah, he did. Could have used some physicality yesterday,
1: Pittsburgh. I was in Buffalo Wild Wings, and they
0: wouldn't put the game on for me. I was so upset. And for God's sake, Dumo, what are you Doing letting Cidal cross you over like that. Don't even want to talk about it. Sorry, I'm really sorry. Love the little mouse on your helmet though. He has a mouse on his helmet. <laughs> he has the Tom and Jerry mouse on the right side, back side of his helmet. Yeah. Which one of our goalies
1: had the office on his helmet? Was it the Smith? I don't know. I know it was one of them. But, but yes. So that's my prediction. Um and yeah. I think I think it's I think St. Ivany
0: plays too. Well, St. Ivany was good. Probably will. Um, I guess. Oh, to, yeah, he will because uh, Rinky's injured. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's back yet. I guess to wrap this up, um, what are your thoughts? Just give a, a quick summary. What do you think about the guys so far? Uh, five games in, and who are your top players so far? And what do you expect from next season? Or, um, from next this season, season, from from this coming season, yeah.
1: Well, early prediction. I think our best player overall, Nylander. I think Nylander has been our complete best player, just all around everything. Um, I I'm expecting us to have a good season. I'm not getting too I'm not getting too caught up in the fact that we are we won these games, which I mean you got to take a lot of confidence from them, but
0: and Ty Smith and Friedman are staying, mind you. For they're not they're, it, they're, for a
1: bit, for a bit.
0: We, they, they have a lot of defenders in Pittsburgh.
1: Wait for the injuries. Wait for the injuries. They they know how to work it man. Pittsburgh literally does this to us every single year. But Worcester has a tendency to go on runs and they're they're complete opposites. We can win five games in a row, and then our next game, we can get scored on 13 times by Bridgeport, and then we can go on to score nine times on Bridgeport the next time we play them. So I don't, I think, I still think we're going to be around the four, fifth and fourth spot. I think we need to find goal scorers. I think that they're, we, we added a lot of attacking personnel, but so far, no one we added, no one in attack that we added has proved himself. The only person that has done half decent is Sam Hood.
0: I mean Ty Glover we had last year. Sakura's been pretty much useless. I'm hoping Because he came from Cleveland. He has a big game tomorrow because he knows how to play against the model. He knows Mm -hmm. the system.
1: I mean Pajula has one point in four games. And then Tyler Sakura, he has one point in five games, but at the same time he's done more for us than he's done more for us than some Other players. I mean, Nathan Lageret. Nathan Laguerre. he is just hands down one of the best players of the season so far. Yeah. But I mean, he's kind of a dark horse because we, I mean, we had him last year. He didn't play every game, but you could, you you couldn't put him out of the lineup. John Gruden just came back, automatically changes everything. But then there's Ravis Anson's hasn't really done much. Um, uh, Kyle Olson, who, He's been physical, but he's been in the box. We need
0: overwhelming. Still, we
1: we need we just need something different. I think we'll get it. Don't get me wrong, I think they'll figure it out. But there's just been some players that you're looking at, and you're just like, Oye. like no, like, for sure. Like yeah. Lindbergh. Lindbergh even looked bad in Utica. But we'll see what happens with that. What is same question to you? Who who has been your standout, and what are you expecting from this?
0: Oh, sweet. Actually, this is really cool. This just came across. So Pens are playing the Flames tonight. Yeah. Pullin got the start. Nice. So this he is his it. first uh, his first Pittsburgh start ever. He Deserves it. Wow, that's amazing. What What about timing? That's so cool. Yeah, right at the end too. Perfect. Um, congrats, Pullin. You deserve it, man. Honest to God, phenomenal player. Can't wait to see what uh, what you can produce up there. I oh. hope. Honestly, he's one of those players that I hope stays. I. Oh, I, I think he's gonna he's gonna stay in Wilkes Barre this season just because of the cap space BS, um, because their attackers don't usually get injured that often. Um, they're just some old heads on defense, so that's why they get injured. Mm-hmm. I think Pullin stays, and then next season he's he's full time Pittsburgh. Yeah, because they need to drop some of those guys to be fair. But, um, I'm really proud of the boys so far this season. To be totally honest. Um, this is a squad we got really excited about when we saw all the names on the roster. Uh, this is a squad that after five games, we are still excited about, which is huge. You know, like it's very easy to get down on this team because they have not been consistent or amazing in the past. And this season, it feels like there's a little bit, there's something different going on. There's a different mentality. The players are on board. JD's got the boys inspired. Um, my best players thus far have been Tekarski easily Um, Nylander out of this world, man So good I, I hope and he can still go up a level This guy looks so good and then always you're like Oh, he could take his game to the next level Because he can he is that guy Um, let him get a little bit confident And the league is not going to want him here anymore They, they are going to be so scared of playing against Alex Nylander I'm telling you, like this this might be it. This might be his season where he breaks through and gets back to the NHL. And I hope to God it is because that's what he deserves and that's what he wants. Um, Shvesikovsky is the best young player so far this season. Ty Glover has also been phenomenal and physical every time he's, he's joined the squad. Um, defensively, that Ty Smith and Friedman line, holy crap, the best defensive pairing I've ever seen in Wooks Bear. I, I will go that far in saying that. Because Friedman is so physical, he's so angry, and Ty Smith is such an attacking presence, but also so talented defensively. They, they, like, they occupy both sides of the spectrum. There's nothing that that line of defense doesn't offer, and they also make up for the BS on the third defensive line. So for me, those are my like top players. Um, in terms of the season, these first five games have me more hopeful than my, like, original prediction. I I really think this team's going to compete. Because aside from maybe Charlotte, now I don't see another team in our, like, you know, division. Aside from Springfield, because we haven't seen them yet, that can compete with us. And Bridgeport. There is no reason that the Penguins do not finish top four, at least. And don't forget
1: Bridgeport, too. We haven't seen Bridgeport, but we know... We've actually watched a little bit of the Bridge Park game. They're good. Uh,
0: yeah. But, we'll see. but that's, that's what I think. I, this team's going to compete. It's a good team this season. I, I, they are making me feel confident that they can go pretty far, which is something I, I didn't feel at this point last season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a clean take. It's, it's good. So that that's, I guess, about it for us today, guys. Um, game week one. game Match week one uh, finally wrapped up here. I um, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Really appreciate you guys listening in. Uh, remember, we have Cleveland coming up tomorrow, uh, Lehigh on Friday, Hershey on Saturday, and we'll be there to discuss it after it's uh, all said and done. So thank you very much. Yep.
1: Well, thank you guys. Have a good night. Uh, let's go Pens.
0: Don't you guys ever forget. Up to Pens. Up to Pens. <laughs> Here we go. Thank you guys so much. Have a good night.